There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose, and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Certified in mindset coaching and neuroscience, Zara Carson is an inspirational public speaker as well as a trusted personal success coach to dozens of global executives. Voted by Yahoo Finance as a top 10 success coach, she's the best-selling author of Six Weeks to Happy and the creator of the Rewire System, a groundbreaking methodology that retrains your brain for greater happiness, health, wealth, and success. Her company, GetZend, offers a suite of interactive tools that include online video training and an award-winning app to help you stay on track with your life goals without compromising your life experience. Zara sits on the board of the World Happiness Foundation, whose mission is to create a world where we can be free, conscious, and happy. When I sat down with Zara, I felt like I had known her my entire life, yet we just met. With our missions clearly aligned, we both know this won't be the last time we have such a profound conversation like this. I hope you get inspiration from our time together. Welcome, Zara, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure to be here. Now, I uh, have been looking forward to speaking to you for some time. I've been reading your book, Six Weeks to Happy, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, and, um, I, you know, we've just been chatting offline about how aligned we both are, uh, despite being on opposite sides of the world. Um, tell us about um, who you are and what you do. Sure. My name is Zara Carson. I'm the founder and CEO of a company called GetZend. I'm an author and success coach. I had a 25-plus year career in the management consulting world where I was a uh, mindset coach and, and consultant. And what I've done is I've taken all of that data. So I have a background in neuroscience, psychology, and applied positive psychology and started to see patterns in the data, pattern in, you know, patterns in the science and then patterns in, in my own world from my coaching practice and consulting work. And I decided, you know, I wanted to take and, and develop a simple set of strategies that I can teach people in just six weeks so that they can create the lasting change that I found and that my clients have found as well. And so that was poured into a book called Six Weeks to Happy, which was just released in September. So I'm very excited to be here and share that with you all. Yeah. Now, um, one of the things um, that really struck me just in the beginning of the book uh, was where you talk about the uh, four uh, bodies of self, And um, I'm telling everybody about that right now, can I just tell you? Um, But it really aligns with something that I tell coaching clients a lot. And it's, you know, we have um, those those four bodies of self, which, you know, you you go through that are spiritual, emotional, mental and physical. 
And as yeah. a spiritual coach, I was like, oh, finally, someone's talking about it, you know? <laughs> so um, yeah. do you want to tell us a bit more about um, how that works? Sure. So the four bodies, you know, I think when most people think of their their health, they think about their physical body. They just think about their physical health. But we really have four bodies. So we have the spiritual body. And so you can think of it as energy or source. If you believe in God or have a faith, that's fine too. It's really, I think of it as not, not a condition that's related to a faith or religion or spirituality or woo-woo as some people call it. You know, it's, it's really the essence of being human. We can feel and sense energies. We know when we're doing well. We know when we see a friend that's doing well. And when they're saying, you know, I'm good, and you can see the stress written all mm. over their face. So, and, and you can feel when you're beside a positive energy because you just want to stay near that glow and, and, you know, put them in your pocket and carry them around like a little bundle of sunshine all day. And you can feel when there's a negative energy around you and you just want to repel against it and, and move as far away as you can. So we have to start talking about our energetic bodies. And so there are ways to look after your spiritual or energetic body. And so the way that I think of it is energy trickles down from source and it reaches our energetic body. And so if we're vibrating at a high level, feeling peaceful, feeling calm, feeling in a state of gratitude, then you know, we, we can feel in that elevated sense. It's almost that feeling of when you're in a state of flow, like when you're in the zone, whether you're an athlete or you're in business, you know what I'm talking about when everything is popping and everything feels easy and everything is moving in the right direction. And so energy flows through your energetic body. And if that's open, it hits the mental body next. And the mental body is, you know, it's your thought processes is where we make all of our key decisions, do our critical thinking, and so that's kind of where we set our goals is in the mental body. And then it trickles down from the mental body into the emotional body. And the emotional body is what houses basically all of our past emotions, our memories, all past negative events and situations that shaped us and who we are. And so as you can imagine, energy flowing through the energetic body into your mental body where you're setting your goals, it hits the emotional body where all, all emotions, including negative emotions, are housed. So all your fear, your self-doubt, any self-sabotaging strategies that live in your subconscious, they sort of live in the emotional body. And that's where we start to get stuck. And so if you think of that, I like to think of it as the mental body is your goal setter. And your emotional body is the goal getter. Mm. So if there's something amiss in your emotional body and you haven't done the work to heal yourself, to heal the past, to understand where your limiting beliefs and your blocks are coming from, then we get stuck. And so by the time we reach the physical body, which is this physical animal suit, this meat suit that we live in, this neurological animal body, that's the one that gets to go and take action. But if you're stuck behind fear, whether that's in love or creating wealth or in better health or reaching your fitness goals or reaching your career goals or your family goals, then your ability to take action once it hits the physical body is diminished or is already at nil. So what I've come to realize in my, in my own search for happiness was, you know, you can find a little nugget here and there. You can learn how to meditate. You can take a yoga class. You can take a self-development course and for three days you're on top of the world but then you leave and you go back to your life and you don't have the tools to really implement 
into your daily existence? How do I create lasting change? And so what I came to realize is it's not a one-size-fits-all answer, and it's not as easy as handle your physical body and everything else falls into place. You, you don't feel, you might feel peaceful after a workout, but it doesn't mean your whole day is going to go well or that you're going to sleep well. You know, when they think of restful sleep as a metric or a measure of a good quality of life or good physical overall well-being, sleep isn't how much you toss and turn at night. It's if your mental and emotional bodies are at peace then you get a good night's sleep. Any study on insomnia will tell you, for mm. example, unless you've got good sleep hygiene, that's one thing. But really, if you're not looking at the inner work, if you're not doing the, the work that you need to, to heal and to better manage your mental and emotional bodies, then everything sort of falls out of place. And so the way I like to think of it is you really need all four bodies to be vibrating in harmony. You have to do something to look after all of the four bodies. And that's what I've tried to build into the rewire system, which is the six-week program that I have in the book, is that you learn three tools per week for a period of six weeks. And I chose six weeks because it's based in neuroscience and the whole idea of neuroplasticity, which is that the brain is not static like we used to think, you know, 50 years ago, let's say. Recent decades have shown that the brain is actually changeable. It's malleable. And so the way you used to do things doesn't have to stay that way. If you were programmed to stop yourself in business or in love or in fear, that doesn't have to be your story. You can rewrite it if you have the right tools. And so that became my fascination is what separates people from not having love to those who get to love so fully and completely that they're in loving relationships and healthy kids and, you know, and then what separates those that get stopped in either going for their career goals or starting a business versus those that excel and have that amount of wealth and amount of time and freedom and energy. Because I don't think when people are really striving for money, they're just looking for money to pay the bills. They're looking for freedom. Mm -hmm. They're looking from not having to worry about that. They're not wanting to worry about how to pay the bills, how to look after their family. They want to be able to sleep peacefully at night because those things are covered and they have time and energy and freedom to go play as well as do the work that they love, you know? And so I thought, why don't I create a system that teaches people how to create this change over a period of six weeks? And so now we know that the brain shows lasting signs of change at the six-week period. So I thought, why don't I create a six-week program for people help them program everything they need to in one concise little package, one little toolkit that they can take away. And once they have it, they get to use it for life. And it's it's a game changer. I, and I absolutely love that. And just going back to those four bodies, I, I know um, one of the things that came up for me uh, when, well, it's two things actually, um, is when you were explaining that, it what I see in people is it's almost like when, when we see those four emotional bodies, people generally, if they're not in touch with, with all of them, um, mm-hmm. it's almost like they cut it in half. So they're so stuck in the physical body and the emotion yeah. um, that the spiritual and the mental just aren't even part of the equation. So um, the other thing that I liken it to is it's a bit like maintaining a car. If you don't actually maintain all parts of it, it's not going to run probably, right? So, you know, if it all goes in harmony, then it'll work and it'll continue to work. And it's that sustainability model as well. So 
I just think it's such a great, simple way to explain it um, and also to help people break past um, to this physical body that, you know, they get so hung up on and, mm-hmm. y- you know, they they go for the perfect body and the perfect look and, you know, Insta-famous kind of stuff when inside there's nothing going on. Yeah, and it's funny because when you're reaching for fitness goals, I mean, it's not we all know how to do it. Mm. We all know it's about calorie deficit. We know you have to eat right. We have to hydrate properly. You have to eat clean and you have to exercise more. It's not rocket science, really. Where you actually get stuck in meeting any goal, whether it's your fitness goal or your wealth goal or your health goal or your love goal is really in the emotional body. So if we're, you know, you use the car analogy, so I'll use the same one, you know, and it's funny that you said it because I was thinking of it just as I was prepping for this um, podcast. I wanted to, I always like to listen to a few guests and sort of get a feel for you. And, and I was thinking, oh, you know, if I'm talking about how we're programmed, we evolved to be really good at survival, you know, and what that means is we're 5% conscious mind, 95% subconscious So if you're trying to operate yourself in your life as though it's a car, let's say a Ferrari, because they're high maintenance, (laughs) I've heard anyway, I don't have one, that's what I've heard. You know, it's like trying to figure out how, what's wrong with your car without understanding the mechanics. Mm. So trying to operate your life without understanding the mechanics of how you as a person, as a human being operate. It seems a little a little backwards. It's mm. like trying to navigate to a destination with an outdated map. So if we're 5% conscious mind, what that means is when you wake up in the morning, all of your thoughts and feelings for the day as you start your day, you think you're operating and in control of 100% of your life, but you're really only focusing on the 5% because 95% of that is beyond your awareness. So All of your behavior, all learning, all change actually happens at the subconscious level. So it became, I became fascinated with what is in that 95%? How do I unlock that power? Because that's when I think of people like Albert Einstein, Mm. who were just beyond, beyond, you know, our fathomable thought in terms of how creative he was and how he viewed the world. And I thought he knew how to tap into that 95%. That's what I want to learn to do. And so if I can I share a little bit about my story and how absolutely I got please do. Thank you. So I, I was actually born in South Africa during apartheid, which was a very challenging time. And what happens as a human being is when we're little, before the age of seven, we are pure subconscious. We are all unconscious mind. I, I use them interchangeably, so forgive me if I use both subconscious and unconscious. It means the same thing. Um, we are pure subconscious mind. So anything we hear, think, absorb, see, feel, experience, whether it's in a movie or in a real situation, we just take it in. We're little sponges. That's why little kids pick up languages so quickly and they learn so quickly. Their brains are wide open and their consciousness is wide open. But by the age of seven, something called the critical faculty develops. And so our conscious mind develops and our ability also to, to, um, there's sort of a barrier between our knowing and our subconscious at that time. We all of a sudden sort of push it down and now we just operate in the 5%. And so what happens before then is, you know, think about any child you've ever known, including yourself, go back to childhood memories and the, the moments that really shaped your personality. And so for me, you know, growing up in apartheid, 
in a segregated society like that, where you're you're seeing discrimination, if I described to you, it would sound a little bit like some parts of the U.S. as well in, in earlier days, very recent, actually. Um, but what it meant was we lived in separate schools, uh, went to separate schools, lived in separate townships based on race. And so those concepts are very difficult to process and understand at such a young age. Imagine a three or four-year-old trying to make sense of the world that is separated and compartmentalized by skin color when it doesn't otherwise make sense. You wake up, you get to hang with your family, you get to be with your friends, you get to go to school. So there's this togetherness and there's a sense of community here. And then when you go out into the broader world, everything is moved around and separated and you're denied access based on what you look like. And so when you don't understand something, it's the human condition to try and find an answer. And so my searching for a solution to make sense of my world created a story called I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not good enough because of the color of my skin to be on that beach, to be in that restaurant, to be in these places that I want to go to. And it didn't make any sense. And I didn't have any control over why I made that decision. It happened subconsciously. So my little animal body said, okay, in order to keep myself safe from now on, I know that I'm not enough in these situations. And so don't try. Don't try because if you do, you'll get hurt. And so it's survival-based. It's it's designed to protect us and keep us safe. And so how that plays out in later life, if you think about it in, in terms of love relationships, are you really going to connect with someone? Or are you going to choose a partner that then also just perpetuates that story? If you're not feeling like enough, you're going to choose a partner that triggers those until you heal that part of yourself. How it plays out in business, you're going to feel not smart enough, not capable enough, not resourceful enough. You can tell yourself a story that you might not be educated enough to create that sort of wealth or to start that business or to take that loan or, or even to invest in yourself to take a course to learn how to gain those skills. So it plays out in so many different ways. And if we just knew how to tap into those little stories and dismantle them so that we could have more power, that's groundbreaking and so I became fascinated with you know that whole idea of the, the not feeling enough was I realized in my in my 25 career 25 year career was that's universal it didn't matter if I was talking to a CEO making multiple million dollars a year plus bonus plus whatever or a mid-manager you know making a quarter million a year or you know someone more junior just starting out or a student everyone had some version of this and so what I started to see was five themes. So there were five groups of fears or limiting beliefs that really impact all of us. Now, we don't all have all five, but I will tell you, I was shocked when I actually looked at my data and saw the statistic. It really got to a point when I would be coaching people or working with people and I would just be observing which one of the five do they have. It's usually one or two. And I tell you, it was 100% of people fell into these categories. And I thought if I could just figure out how to help them unlock these fears and all it takes is it starts with an awareness. So we know what mindfulness is, right? It's that awareness of, of our thought processes, of how we're feeling in each moment and that ability to just observe and pause and say, okay, I'm not my thoughts and my feelings. I can be in control of this. And so if you have an awareness about what your patterns are. And so in the book, what I've done is I've mapped out how many different ways they can show up because it doesn't always show up like that. I'm not enough. 
it doesn't always sound like that. It might sound like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think that sort of wealth or that sort of a business is for everyone. Not, not everyone's, you know, capable of running their own business. I think I'm happier just in a career in a job. So I'm going to just stay in my lane and do this thing. And I know that I'm good at this thing. But in the meanwhile, when you go home, I mean, we really need to get into the pain points of what that feels like. If inside of you, you want to start that business and you just don't feel like you can, what it feels like when you're at home late at night and you're sleeping in bed and you're looking at your financial situation and you're looking at your job that may be inspiring or uninspiring and you're wanting that change, there's a desperation. That, that hurts. That feeling that you're powerless, that you can't shift your situation, that's the feeling I wanted to take away for people and give them the tools to say, oh, yes, I can. Yes, I absolutely can. I can do whatever I want. All I need is the time, the knowledge, the resources. And if you can pull aside all of the mindset blocks that people have, whether it's in love or in health or in wealth or in finding more joy or finding more freedom or living a life that's more exciting, more fun, more passionate. Let's pull those walls down and just give people what they need so that they can really get there themselves. And so that became, that became my little passion project. And that's how I ended up building this system. You know, I, I share the exact same fascination as you. And, um, you know, there's so much that we don't know about ourselves as, as yeah. humans. And um, I was just reading on the weekend, um, and it was all around brain um, and, and the neurons and, uh, you know, how uh, so much doesn't reach our awareness, you know, like there's um, hundreds of millions of, you know, um, impulses that fire off, but only about mm-hmm. 40 reach our actual awareness so whilst our brain's doing all that survival stuff um there's so much that doesn't reach our awareness because you know we're we're just not in touch with it so you know it's incredible we have two million bits of information coming at us every single second from the lighting to the sound to i mean just think of everything i'm Mm. seeing that my office wall and the microphone and the lighting and the the side view over here and everything in my periphery, the brain doesn't have the, pro- the processing power to, to actually go through that much. So what it does is it deletes, it distorts, it discards, it generalizes. And so what we're left with is only 134 bits per second that the brain can process. So if you just go back to a defining moment, our memory of a moment, or let's say something that hurt us and made us believe a certain thing about ourselves If we can just for that moment say, okay, of 2 million bits per data, I only took a sliver of that and I decided I was going to encode that. I didn't make the choice consciously, subconsciously, of course, but I took a sliver of that and we actually encoded it as memory. But is it a true memory if it's only a sliver of the truth and of all the information that we could have absorbed? No. So if we know that... And we know the mechanics of the decision we made, and we know the mechanics of how to dismantle it. Let's go back and just empower ourselves and say, okay, we can rewrite our story then. With the right tools, we can go back. So if the not enough was one story, I'll give you another one. I can't, we probably won't have time to go through all five, but another one is um, a lot of people have this feeling like they're alone in this world, when in fact they're really not. But this again, it's a story that, that runs. If you think of it running running the engine of your car or 
driving your car and you're just the passenger in your own life and it's running on autopilot. Or if you think of it like it's, you know, your computer is only as good as your operating system and your subconscious is your operating system. So if you have a story running in your subconscious that says I'm alone and the stories you tell yourself might sound something like, nobody's really been there for me, or if I want anything right, I'm going to have to do it myself. Or, you know, I've never really, I don't like to rely on people. I like to do things for myself. I don't really like to ask for help. It doesn't sound like I'm alone in the world, but the underlying belief, and again, in those darkest hours, when we really want to be in love, in a loving, healthy relationship, how does that play out? You know, if we really feel alone, do we really rely on our partner? Do we really allow them to make us feel loved because if we have the story running that says I'm alone, even when they are there, we're not feeling like our cup of love is full. Mm. And that's a painful place to be. Mm. If we can just pull those walls down and say, actually, this was just a story. Let's rewrite it. Let's rewrite it. So you can have absolutely the love, the adoration that, you know, feel cherished and adored and desired and, and all of those beautiful things that we want to feel safe. We want to feel safe in a relationship, you know, and then how does that impact you in business as well? If you feel alone, are you going to rely on your teams? If you have business partners, how much faith are you going to put in them? What kind of strife does it create in your business partnerships and your team dynamics if you don't actually give people the authority and empower them to do what they want. And then if you're feeling alone in this world, it's very hard to start a business or try to accelerate or grow your business, expand in any way. If you feel like you're doing it alone, nobody does anything alone. Everybody mm. has a team. Mm. But if you have this underlying belief that that's running in your background, then your ability to create wealth or to expand your business or to start something new or to challenge yourself or to find that exciting, passionate love you're after is going to be stopped because this is what's running in your system. And I just thought to myself, you know, that not enough story, that's not enough for me. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to move past it. And then I want to teach people how to do that for themselves. And so that's what I've tried to capture here in this book, Six Weeks to Happy. Now, in all of the study that you've done, uh, I mean, what is happiness and how do we measure it? <laughs> it's a, that's actually a very complex question, you know, and, and, and you all know this as well. So happiness in my, in my mind includes a state of physical well-being because we need to be in optimal physical health. And that doesn't mean you need a six pack. It means you need to feel healthy and strong and, and with enough energy to get through your day. But it also means you know, you want to feel energetically balanced. So you want to feel peaceful and calm and have enough time, money, energy to get through your day. And you want to have the mental and emotional awareness and consciousness to choose how you want to think and feel in any given moment so that you start your day in the right zone and you have more control over how you're operating through your day rather than everything moving in autopilot. So if I were to define happiness, I would say it includes an optimal state of physical well-being, but it also gives you the tools so that you can consciously choose how you want to move through your day and how you want to design your life and then be able to live it joyfully. Yeah, so it's, it's more of being in control of your life rather than letting it happen to you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, unfortunately, 
one of the greatest questions we should be asking people as we go through this life is, what makes you happy? But unfortunately, nobody asks us that. What we're usually given is we're given a set of milestones. It's, you know, when we're in school, it's get good grades. And then when you finish school, it's choose a major and then maybe go to college or university or maybe do a postgrad. And when you finish with that, choose a job or a career and get the car, get the house, get the kids, get the get the partner. And, you know, and then boom, at some point, hopefully some more happiness will show up. It's not really a question that's asked to people. And so as I was coaching people, you know, as a coach, you see so many wonderful, beautiful, successful, put together people show up at your door at your office and and you're looking at them thinking, I wonder why it is they aren't where they want to be. And so it's my job to sit there and I have to get into their model of the world and understand what walls they have constructed. Because if all they can see in terms of possibility is this, it's my job to pull all of these walls down, get into their understanding of how they view the world and then help them see that there's limitless possibility and then it's my job to help them design a plan to get there and as I was doing that you know you start setting goals in different areas okay you want a better relationship with your sister okay you want this much money in your account in the next six months to a year great you want to start writing a book okay now we can put a plan together and as I started going through this planning exercise with them I realized wow, most people can't even actually tell me that once they get there, it's going to make them feel this. Mm -hmm. And by this, I wanted them to say, I'm going to feel excited, proud of myself, happy. This is going to make me feel wonderful. What I realized is most people don't even actually know what makes them happy. I I couldn't agree more. Um, You know, the same question was asked of me about three years ago um, Mm -hmm. uh, by a therapist. And they said, well, what do you want? Like, what do you really want? And I was speechless. Like, most people know me. I'm never speechless, right? And anyway, um, I, for the life of me, could not find the answer. And, you know, this is the thing is we don't get asked, what do you truly want? What sets your soul on fire? And most people can't find the answer. And that's, that's what I also do in my coaching is actually help people find that answer. Um, and it's, and like for you, you have these people that are so put together, you know, and this is where success intersects with, intersects, I can't speak today, with happiness, um, you know, is like you see someone, they're successful, they've got it all together, they must be happy, right? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) Not necessarily. And you're right. And so what I decided to do was, you know, I realized in that in that search as I was coaching is I need to actually take a step way back and I need to create a little system to help people dissect their entire, you know, we've seen that life wheel, right? Family and career and relationships and intellectual stimulation and finance and, and all of that. So I needed to find a way to help people dissect their life and figure out what are your needs, Like, what do you need to feel your most excited, your most alive, your most vibrant, like you're thriving, like you can't wait to get up. And and instead of having to peel your head off the pillow reluctantly, actually get up and be excited about starting your day because you love your life so much. That's what I wanted to get people to. And I thought, okay, 
And so I built that into the book as well. So the rewire system, the, the module three is, is really what do you need? Really breaking down areas of their life so people can categorize by hours per week or hours per day, how much time they need in each particular category, because it's not a one size fits all formula. So mm. what works for you will not work for your partner, your sibling, your friend, your parent, your child. And so it has to be related to you. And the thing is, what I've realized over the years is that your needs are non-negotiable. If you're not having your needs met for time enough to recharge, for time to look after your own mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health, energetic health, if you're not having enough time to get your work done and prioritize everything else, most of us are stretched too thin. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Like we're always trying to shuffle, you know, that little shell game around, trying to shuffle things and get to everything all at once. But with the right tools, you can actually just tap into like, this is a non-negotiable. If I don't have this, I'm going to feel very irritated <laughs> over the next few days. And so when I say not needs are non-negotiable, what I mean is over time, we start to feel really depleted. Our energy is low. Our ability to manage our emotions gets really low. We don't have the ability to, you know, control ourselves and, and our energy levels or our emotional states because we're so tapped out. So, you know, this whole idea of even being a mom and taking care of yourself is selfish. Well, how can you look after your kids if you're running on empty for three months in a row? Exactly. You know, you have to take that time. And so if you understand what your needs are, over time, they're not met, you're going to be irritable, you're going to be cranky. And then further down the line, I think that's when people have a midlife crisis, because they've lost themselves, they never knew themselves, then they end up, you know, losing themselves in this relationship or the marriage or the family roles and dynamics. And so they get to a point where like, this is, this can't be all that there is. I need something more exciting mm -hmm. in my life. And it's really about rediscovering themselves, rediscovering their inner spirit and who they really are. And so if we can teach people the tools of how to do that early on, then the rest of your life is magic. You know, and I always decided for myself, for, for some reason at a young age, I knew I wanted my life to be exciting. I was not I was not interested in ordinary life. I want to be charmed by my life. I want my life to be the stuff of dreams. I want adventure, big adventure. I mean, hot air balloon safari adventure, not bucket list. I, my bucket list, I've already knocked it all off. I've created a new one every year, you know? So I want that life. And I thought, how can I teach people the tools to do that? And so that's what I set out to do. I promise you it's 18 little strategies, six weeks, 10 minutes per day is all it needs to really create lasting shift. And you move away from, you know, once you create an awareness for what patterns are running in your subconscious, you can't unsee it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and if you, if you can just see it, you can catch yourself the next time. And then you have a moment where you have choice. And you get to say, you know what, I'm not going to react this way anymore. I'm not going to let this stop me anymore. I'm going to choose to operate this way. I'm going to choose to think and feel differently. And so if you're now in a place where instead of, so imagine you wake up in the morning and you're on autopilot and you start to get nervous and you start to get stressed, then all of the feelings that go with that as well, those physical visceral responses, the tension in your neck and shoulders starts, the tightness in your chest and the breathing changes and, you know, 
And if you're feeling already tightly wound by the time you wake up before you even start your workday and all of the feelings that go with that and then your body is tense along with that, what do you think is going to happen in your behaviors? It's gonna do you go think you're going to take that challenge today? Or do you think you're just going to do the bare minimum? Yeah, you're going to take the path of least resistance. You're going to do the bare minimum. And then you're going to finish your day and you're going to be irritated as whatever, as bleep. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't do anything exciting today. Okay, so how about we stop for a second? And if you have the tools where you can just wake up and consciously choose your day in a different mindset, in a much more empowering mindset, where you feel peaceful, where you feel balanced, where you feel empowered, where you feel focused. That's a whole different way of thinking. And if you can teach yourself how to think and feel in those ways, then here's how you start your day. So now you wake up and you say, wow, what do I have going on today? Okay, let me check my schedule. I know I'm going to have the time, money, energy to get to it all. I know no matter what comes at me, I can handle it. Then all of the feelings that go with that, what are the emotions that go with that? Now you're excited. Now you're proud of yourself. Now you know you can, so you're feeling capable. And if you're embodying that feeling and that set of thoughts, what are the visceral responses, the physical responses in your body that go with it? You're going to feel excited instead of stressed. You're going to feel grateful instead of nervous. And so if you're feeling excited about your day and excited about your life and ready for that next challenge, What behaviors do you think will go with that? Right? When that challenge comes up, you're going to go for it because you know you can. Mm. Because you know you're excited because you have the energy because you started your day in the right zone, in the right mindset. And if I could give you three top tips, I would say if you can start your day by just asking yourself this, what do I want to feel? What do I want to feel today? I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel excited. I want to feel capable or productive. Pick three, any three that feel great. And then just keep yourself in that state by setting your intentions for the day. Just spend five minutes visualizing how you want your day to go. Imagine everything coming together beautifully, easily, the right doors opening. You don't have the right resources. No problem. Let them come to you. Trust that they're coming to you. Trust that everything is flowing to you as you need. That's a very different state of vibration already because now you're in a state of gratitude. Now you're in a state of being open and receptive and the universe is going to bring you everything that you know you're capable of. So it's very difficult to be stressed and worried and manifesting something wonderful or manifesting a shift or wanting a change in your life that's going to come. If you can shift your mindset and if you can have the right set of tools given to you that give you the ability to think and feel differently, where you get to wake up and feel excited and energized by your day, then your ability to go off and accomplish great things is already exponentially higher. You know, I can teach you a hundred wealth strategies, but if you in the back of your mind have a story running in your subconscious that says, I can't, Well, like Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Yeah, exactly. If I take away that mindset and say you can absolutely do anything, you can find the right resources if you don't have them. You can find someone that has done it if you haven't done it. You can find a great coach if you need it. You know, any top athlete, any top business entrepreneur I know, they all have multiple coaches. Find somebody who's done it and get the help that you need. I promise you. 
All it takes is six weeks and you can start on your road to happiness and success, to better health, to greater wealth. Anything you want is possible. If we can just get those tools to remove the blocks, everything becomes easier. Exactly. And, you know, what you really highlight there is that we do have a choice and it is about consciousness. Now, just quickly, Zara, um, let's just quickly step through the rewired um, system, the six steps. Do you want to take us through those? Sure. Thank you. Uh, So rewire is an acronym and the rewire system is the six week program that's built into the book, six weeks to happy. So the first R in rewire is learning to quiet the mind. So like I said, we were, you know, we're built for survival. We evolved to be good at survival. So we're 5% conscious mind, 95% conscious mind. And we have this built in fight or flight response. And it's so strong that what happens in the past or what had happened in the past is, you know, when we were living out in the wild, we would get a rush of adrenaline that acts like a gas pedal when something like a real actual danger, physical animal predator was coming after us. And that rush of adrenaline really served us because it helped us fly off to safety. And that's called fleeing. So fight, flight or freeze. And so it helped us flee to safety. And the minute we were safe, our brains would signal our bodies to come back to calm. What's happening today is there's no signal that everything's okay. And so we are constantly being in fight or flight mode. We are constantly being triggered by the stress response. And it's so strong within us. It's like we've unknowingly strengthened our our strength response like a muscle almost at the gym over however long your lifetime is. Let's say your adult lifetime is 30 years. Like fine, then, you know, then we've unknowingly strengthened our stress response and we've forgotten that we actually have a natural ability to calm ourselves. And so this first module is really retraining the brain back to a sense of calm, back to a sense of peace, because it's very difficult to be stressed and solution a problem at the same time. It's so much easier to be focused when we're already calm and in a state of, you know, a clear open space where we can actually find an easy solution. So the first step is really learning three tools to quiet the mind and go back to our natural state of calm. Then the E in rewire is learning how to eliminate the noise. So some key tools to go into your life and figure out, okay, what's creating the noise? What's creating the stress and the worry and the anxiety every day on a day-to-day basis? And this is where we get to go into those five patterns that I talked about and those limiting beliefs and to understand which one of those are yours. And so once you recognize your patterns, then you can start making different choices. You can start rewriting your story. And then some other tools to look at your life and figure out, okay, how can I reprioritize things so that I'm more in control of my energy level? So now we get into a little discussion about ego depletion and willpower and why that's so difficult. It's difficult because we don't understand it. If you can understand how to regulate your energy throughout the day, then you can understand what takes away from your energy and what brings it back. And so that brings us to the next chapter, which is the W in Rewire is all about what do you need? So the first step is we go into that needs analysis of what do you need to be happy or feel excited or feel alive, really vibrant, as though you're thriving in your own life. And then we go into a whole pocket of, okay, so now we have learned to quiet the mind. We've retrained the brain and the central nervous system back to calm again. We've eliminated the stressors and understood why the noise is happening. And now we get into 
what do you need and how do you balance your energy budget? So what things do you need in your life to make sure you're not at zero, you're not tapped out at the end of the day every day? And this is something, you know, most people find shocking. You, you talk to people about balance and they don't fully understand what that means because everyone's just running on empty all of the time. Well, it's not sustainable. You can't run a marathon with no finish line. So this gives you the tools to learn how to better regulate your energy levels and to figure out what you need in your life. Okay. So now we've quieted the mind. We've removed the stressors. We've removed the emotional blocks causing your, your fear, your sabotage, your, your all of your self-doubt is now removed. We figured out what you need. Now we have a clear space. Now we've pulled down all of your walls. And you have a whole world of possibility in front of you. So the fourth module, the I in the rewire system is imagine a whole new life. If your world of possibility was confined in these, in this little box and now the box is gone, what do you want next? And so it's got some tools about how to envision a whole new life for yourself. And we go into visualization as well, because this is a really key tool in terms of how to design a new life for yourself, one that's really going to excite you and have you feel like you're thriving. You know, you want that dream life. This is where you get to map it all out and then you get to visualize it. And that's the sort of, I call it the secret sauce to manifestation because most people don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we've had so many different entry points and descriptions of it, but to really do it you know, in a scientific way. So the HeartMath Institute did an experiment years ago, um, not that long ago, recently, um, where they had three groups of people holding vials of DNA strands. And the first group of people were taught to just focus on intention. So focused thought alone, uh, either raveling or unraveling the DNA strands. Group two is given the instruction to focus just on a powerful elevated emotion like hope or love or joy or passion or freedom. And then the third group was told to focus on the DNA strands raveling or unraveling and at the same time put themselves in an elevated emotional state of hope or joy or something really powerful like that. There was no change in the DNA strands in groups one and two, but the third group that had focused thought and feeling at the same time actually managed a physical change in DNA strands. So this was really like the first evidence we've seen that thought is energy and feeling is vibration can create a change in physical matter. Mm. This is the secret sauce to manifestation. So it teaches you how to visualize so clearly and the, the most interesting part about this was when I was studying neuroscience and we were talking about visualization with neuroscience, visualization, actually, when you do it in the proper way, lights up your visual, your auditory and your kinesthetic parts of the brain. So what you're actually doing is you're retraining the brain for new thought and feeling patterns that are more empowering. So like we talked about earlier, getting out of autopilot mm. and getting into a state of mindset early on in the day where you are in control of your thoughts and feelings, every time you spend time visualizing and daydreaming is the same thing. So the more you daydream about your dream life, the more you're telling your brain, yes, I can. The more you're changing the circuitry, the neural circuitry that says, 
these are the thoughts and feelings I need to stay in the zone and to get where I need to get. And all of a sudden your world of possibility just opens up and strengthens and empowers and the universe brings you, I mean, amazing doors. And you know what I mean, because you, you're a spiritual coach yourself. So you know exactly what I'm talking about here. And so it gives you the tools of how to do that in, in a really powerful way. And then we get to the, the second R in rewire. And that's about really just creating a daily practice that's personalized. So this is where you get to create a personalized plan because listen, if I wanted to get in great shape and somebody told me to go run a marathon or train for a half marathon or go do CrossFit, no, thank you. That is not, that's not what I'm going to be doing with my time. I need a gentler form of exercise. I have to do something that works for me. If my gym is more than 10 minutes drive, I won't go as much. That's just my reality. And so it has to be something I'm going to be willing to do and something I can fit into my day easily. And so I thought, In all of these different flavors of different people from different walks of life, it has to be a customizable way. And again, so it gives you three tools to harmonize the four bodies and you get to choose your daily practice in this section. So the last one is um, the, the second R, repeat to rewire, is really about the more you do this over that six-week pattern, that six-week program, the more you're rewiring your brain for more success, for greater happiness, for more joy, and the more freedom you'll have. And then the last E in rewire is about it. it's expanding beyond. So now we've, we've quieted the brain and the central nervous system. We've removed the noise and the stressors and the anxiety. We've blown your fears out of the water. We've figured out what you need so that you're excited about your life. We've imagined a new vision for your life. We've created a daily practice to get you there in the right mindset and retrain your brain for lasting change. And now I want you to go bigger. Why not? Let's go bigger. So how do you stay in the zone? Because this is the part that was always missing for me. It's not just the, yes, let's go bigger. Like you're, you're in a three-day course and you're super excited, but how do you stay in that zone? How do you stay in that state of flow and not slip back into old patterns? And here's what was fascinating for me. In my neuroscience studies, I realized that the brain actually is so incredibly brilliant and so designed for efficiency that if you're not using a particular neural pathway, it starts to dismantle the resources and reallocate them in as little as 10 minutes. Wow. (laughs) So if you can just remember that and catch yourself, you know, if you're on a diet and you fall off the wagon, stop, don't beat yourself up, just pause and reset, pause and reset. Because your brain knows in 10 minutes, if you can just get back onto the track of thinking and choosing and feeling the way that you want, everything will come back in line and just stay in that zone. So you need those three tools to really just keep you in that elevated state of thought and feeling pattern so that so that you don't slip back into autopilot. And so it really gives you, a, I think, a complete set of tools in terms of how to remove the stresses and the fears, how to envision a whole new life for yourself, how to put it into practice and how to stay there. Because, you know, I'm designed for efficiency. I need, I need something proven to me. I need it fast. I need it reliable. I need to see results and I need it quick. So that's how I built this system. And so that's what the rewire system is. 
Uh, you know, I absolutely love this and I am actually going to take myself through those six steps. When I oh when I get God. through the book, I'm still going through the book, but I'm going to take myself through those steps and I'm going to report back to you on that because... Oh, please, I would love that. I am going to be your guinea pig. I'm going to go and do it and uh, <laughs> I will report back. But um, I already know, like, as, I, as I'm reading this book, it just, yeah, it's like... I, part of me is in it like I also you know I'm like of course you know it's just (laughs) common sense um and yeah yeah, the mind is so so powerful and what you said there about manifestation um being able to feel what you want to have and and achieve all you got to do is just feel it you know that energy that we can create and and manifest that is so so powerful Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And once you can see yourself actually getting there, it's the most exciting feeling. I mean, if I tell you to, you know, imagine yourself walking through your new home. Okay. Some people can maybe imagine a dream home, but if I say to you, you know, how are you going to feel? What are you doing? Are you walking through your own home and are you at the back end? Are you, you know, on the balcony overlooking the ocean? What is that feeling that you have in that moment? I want you to see it and hear it clearly and once you start to do that you're in such an elevated positive state I can feel it in my energy just talking it through with you because it's that powerful and the thing is the brain doesn't know real from perceived so just you visualizing it is telling the brain it's already real and if the brain thinks it's already real then the ability for you to manifest it in your life is in a split second after that Mm. it's extraordinary yeah, and I know um, I've mentioned it several times on, on this show, but um, you'll probably see behind me the logo for Ethical Change Agency. That actually yeah. came from a vision um, after a meditation. Um, the entire concept was a vision and it has become a reality. So, oh, that's you know, this this was not planned strategically. It all pretty much was a vision, um, which I like to say oh was from gosh. spirit. Yeah. Can I share with you that I had a similar moment? Please do. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I have chills. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Ooh. So my marriage had ended and I'd gone on this trip. I just wanted to go on a trip somewhere to just light my soul up again so I could rediscover myself and find my spirit again. And I did this trip through Italy with a girlfriend and we were, you know, it was off season. So we were in the Amalfi Coast, and we had to take this bus. So imagine this massive tour bus on a tiny medieval mountain road. It was not fun. I, I stood on the inside. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid. So I was there. I was sat on the inside. She was journaling. And I just had one of those moments. And I said, I said, okay, universe, show me what I'm meant to do here. What is my soul mission? Give me some idea. Because, you know, I was in management consulting and doing executive coaching at that time and they showed me a book I got I got the symbol of a book I even saw the I even saw the book cover and it was called the road to happy and then I saw myself doing shows like this one and doing some press and I thought really that's so really that's so big and it's so different and it's so far from what I'm doing right now and it didn't even occur to me when I was designing the book cover for this book, I sent the images across to the publisher and I said, I want it to be a roadmap. And, and then all of a sudden I was laying in bed one day and I remembered that moment where it was shown to me. And I, I just, I, I was amazed. 
Yeah. It was such a beautiful, powerful moment. Like I had no idea how I was going to do it when it was shown to me. It was what, seven years ago, almost now. And here we are. And the book's out. Isn't it incredible? And you know, that, that vision went as far as I could um, see um, uh, uh, like a retail space that was um, basically the agency. It was all done in Scandi style and that logo was in neon. And, oh, cool. and um, you know, the, the whole floor plan for the space is, is now on paper because it came through as well. Um, the, all the people working there and that it was um, basically a franchise that could go global. And I was just like, where, what, like, it just flowed through me. Right. So this is the thing. When you're tapped into your energetic body and everything else is in harmony, I mean, the ideas just flow yeah. over and the creative space. And, and you get downloads of ideas of how to solution a problem, how to find the right resources. Somebody calls you when you need something. Everything is just on fire. I don't know how to explain it except mm. everything is just working on all, you know, all pistons are firing and there, there are no blocks. Everything is just yep. moving in the right direction. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so I would, I am, I'm just so grateful to you and all of your work that you're doing as well. And anytime I meet anyone on this path, I'm just, I'm blown away and excited because we're all, we're all here to change lives and hopefully help people, you know, improve the quality of their lives and live with more love and more passion and more joy. So thank you. That is our mission. Now, Zara, if people want to get in touch with you or grab your book and find out more, where can they go? They can go to getzend.com, that's G-E-T-Z-E-N-D.com, or they can just go to sixweekstohappy.com. And I promise this is this is the quickest six weeks and the most peaceful and gorgeous and joyful six weeks you will ever spend. All it would take is 10 to 20 minutes per day, 10 minutes per day if you don't have time. Just learn the top 18 strategies. Go through the six weeks program. I promise. Just go to sixweekstohappy.com and start your journey to happiness and success today. Don't wait. Life is too short. I'm I'm on the journey. I am there with you. Now, um, I can't wait to hear all about it. I um I love to ask every guest this question, and I can't wait to hear your answer, Zara. What's the change you'd like to see in the world, and how can we bring it to life? I would love to see this system get into the school system because if we can teach kids from a young age how to manage their energy, how to feel like they're unstoppable, I mean, can you imagine how different the world would be if we had, I don't know, 10 million, let's say, to start with. Let's start with 10 million children in having this system in the school program so kids wake up and they get to feel loved and safe and capable of achieving absolutely anything they can. I mean, think of what took us 30 years Mm. to unpack. If we could give them the tools at eight or 10 or 12 or 15 to go off and conquer the world, whether it was be president or NFL player or doctor or lawyer or whatever, whatever their dream is. I don't know. I don't know the new social media (laughs) millennial stuff. If you want to be a you know, a social media star, go, go do it. Anything is possible. If we could just give them those tools, I mean, the world would just be a lighter, brighter place, more joyful to live in. And we would all be a lot more peaceful and so much more excited. 
I couldn't, I mean, that would be a dream for me. That would be just globally <laughs> um, shifting, I think. Uh, and uh, I think, yes, we do need to rewire education. So um, let's let's push that mission and, and try and make that happen. Zara, I can't thank you enough for being part of the ethical evolution. I have loved every second of this and I could just sit and hang out with you all day. (laughs) Anytime you wish, darling, anytime. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honour and thank you and your audience as well for having me. I'm so grateful. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.